Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Astrology with Alice. Today is Monday, October 9th, and we have a lot of very important astrology going on this week, which we'll be getting into. Mainly, we have a solar eclipse in Libra upcoming on Saturday, October 14th. So the whole week is spent building up to that solar eclipse. Um, And this is really important to note. We're definitely going to get into this further later on in the episode, but eclipses are really big turning points in the year. They happen in six-month increments. So the last set of eclipses we got, the last pair of eclipses, because there's always two that happen within a month, was back in April and May. We had a solar eclipse in Aries and a lunar eclipse in Scorpio. And now here we are six months later getting the next pair of eclipses. And we're having a On October 14th this week, we're getting a solar eclipse in Libra. And then two weeks later, on October 28th, we're getting a lunar eclipse in Taurus. So there's always one solar eclipse, one lunar eclipse that happen in this pair. So yeah, I just want you to keep note because like with eclipses, there could be like very important activity that's coming up in this week leading up to it, as well as like next week and the following week as we get onto that lunar eclipse. So just paying attention to like what important mindset shifts are occurring around this time or opportunities that are coming your way or new habits, relationships, or any anything new that you're starting in your life may prove to be extra important in the weeks and months to come. But yeah, we'll get more into that later. Also, A solar eclipse is like a supercharged new moon. And typically in the days leading up to the new moon, like this this five days we have leading up to it, that's like a very low energy period of the month where you honestly might just feel way more tired or there's not a lot of outward activity happening. Like you might just want to spend more time alone, going within, reflecting on what your next steps might need to be. So if you're feeling that overall low energy kind of vibe this week. That's totally normal. Like that's what happens right before a new moon. Okay. So let's kick this week off on today, Monday, October 9th. So the moon is still in Leo. As you'll recall from last week's episode, the moon moved into Leo on Sunday, the 8th. So here we are a day later. It's still in Leo. Um, great energy for exploring some type of creative activity, creative hobby, or just finding ways to maybe express yourself in different ways, whether that be on social media or maybe just feeling a bit more confident or playful in your interactions with other people. Leo is great for just reflecting on how can you be more true to yourself and showing that off to the world, not being afraid to get attention for like what you're good at. Leo is also a sign that can be associated with romance sometimes. So I know Monday night is not an ideal date night, but if you do have something planned, there could be great vibes surrounding this. Or it might just be that you're feeling more confident in voicing your feelings for someone. Or maybe you're just taking time to like be alone in your room and explore hobbies or activities that you really love doing as a child. Like I have this thing where in my home office, I have like a rug and it's surrounded by bookcases and shelves. And I just like love to sit on the floor on that rug and do little like creative activities like puzzles or painting or 
writing on my computer on the floor. It just takes me back to that childhood period of like middle school where I would get all my all my homework was done on the floor. So reconnecting maybe with that like playful inner child or things that just like you really enjoy doing on your own time. That's what's happening on Monday. What else is happening on Monday? Okay, so I didn't mention this in last week's, but Mars is at the tail end of Libra for the first part of this week. It's around 28 degrees of Libra on Monday, and it's squaring, it's still squaring Pluto, which is at 27 degrees of Capricorn right now. Um, So this would have been felt maybe yesterday, Sunday, as well as today, Monday. But Mars-Pluto aspects tend to bring like a lot of um, determination and focus to whatever you're working on at that moment. But sometimes there's like this need to control your environment or control other people's reactions to you or just whatever you're focusing on at that moment. So maybe there might be a realization that comes up Sunday, Monday of this week of, I can't really control everything. I need to focus on like the activities that I can control, which is maybe succeeding at work or putting your energy towards a project or doing intensive research. Mars opposite Pluto might also bring up feelings that you normally keep repressed or buried, or you may just find yourself having strong reactions to people or situations, but it's like you you may not want to let on that you're upset or angry about something. It's more like, okay, let's keep these feelings hidden for now. Um, I don't want to cause a scene. So yeah, seeing, just noticing like how you're reacting to people and realizing that you really do not have control over like the majority of what happens in your life. And that the best thing you can do right now is to just trust. The universe always has a plan for you, even if you can't see it in that moment. So just try not to struggle to control. Okay. So that's Monday. Then we move on to Tuesday, October 10th. So the moon will have finally moved into Virgo by this point. It's meeting up with Venus and Virgo. They're both going to be at that exact degree, like one degree of Virgo for a lot of the day. And this will be exactly opposite to Saturn, which is at one degree of Pisces. So throughout the majority of Tuesday, especially the first half of the day, if you're on the East Coast of America, there might be like these Saturnian themes that are coming up. Like there might be a bit of tension that you're experiencing experiencing in relationships, or you're just feeling kind of like frustrated or like maybe like you've hit a roadblock or an obstacle in some type of area of your life. So really looking at what is that house ruled by Virgo and Pisces in your chart, that's where you may experience like the most frustration or maybe even a realization of, I need to restructure some things here in order to be more successful. Um, It could also be that you're just feeling very weighed down by your responsibilities or you're in super like work-focused mode. Like I need to get this done. I cannot procrastinate on this any longer. So I would expect like Tuesday to be the most productive day of the week, especially because we're blending. Like it's not only that opposition with Saturn, but also just Virgo as a sign and having the moon and Venus both in Virgo. That's so much of a sign of like wanting to get organized, getting to work, also being very mindful of like your health and wellness and routine and finding like little, finding ways to like enjoy your rituals and the way you go about your day and recognizing that like routine sets you up for better success. 
and that you're really in finding you're really finding enjoyment in like these everyday activities like making the same breakfast for yourself every day or doing your skincare routine a particular way or going on a walk or signing up for that workout class. Um, Just finding little ways to feel better about yourself overall. And also recognizing like how you can make those maybe dreams or visions you have for yourself into a concrete reality. Like what's the work you can do in the present moment to get where you want to be further on. It's not just daydreaming about something. It's doing the actual steps you need to get to reach that goal eventually in the future. So yeah, that's Tuesday. Definitely going to be productive on that day. Wednesday, October 11th. um, Again, We still have the moon in Virgo, so that boost of productivity or wanting to get things in place and organized. This will definitely be a bit easier because the moon will now be trining Jupiter on Wednesday. Jupiter, So there's that trine between the moon in Virgo and Jupiter in Taurus, which is a lot more pleasant than moon in Virgo opposite Saturn in Pisces. So you could notice like a positive connection between that Virgo and Taurus world house of your chart. So for instance, if those if those signs rule career parts of your chart, maybe there's like some positive work news you get at that time or you're feeling better about your situation at your job. Or if you have like earth signs ruling the relationship houses of your chart, like a trine between the third house and the seventh house, maybe it's more like relationships are flowing more easily or you have like a fun social activity planned for later on Wednesday. Um, But yeah, also just moon-Jupiter connection, maybe more it's probably more easier to express your emotions towards people or you're feeling like uplifted and maybe a bit more optimistic than you were the day prior. Then we're at Thursday, October 12th. The moon is still in Virgo, but it is opposing Neptune in Pisces for a lot of the day. Whenever the moon is making a hard aspect to Neptune, whether that be by conjunction, square, or opposition like it is in this case, you just tend to feel a lot more sensitive that day. Like it might be that you're kind of crying about things you normally wouldn't get upset about, or you may face like a bit of, I don't know, you may feel like kind of down on yourself. Neptune tends to bring up these feelings of comparison or sometimes low self-worth. Like, oh, that person's doing so much better than I am. Why am I not where they are right now? So just recognize when that's happening and just like cut it off. Like you do not need to have those thoughts. And just knowing that, okay, this is moon opposite Neptune, which is resulting in me feeling like this. It really is not grounded in concrete reality. Like Neptune tends to distort things and make you see things maybe not so clearly. Um, So keep that in mind. Also, there may just be um, news that you receive that might be a bit disappointing or maybe a conversation you have with someone doesn't go the particular way you want it to go. Also, just just keep in mind like how how you're interacting with other people and being more sensitive to their feelings too, because like you're feeling extra sensitive, like so is everyone else. So that's what the moon is doing on Thursday. Also, like I mentioned at the very start, how we're in this low energy phase of the lunar cycle. This is like when it gets super, super low. Like as of Thursday, we're in the balsamic moon phase, which is when the moon is only like a few degrees behind the sun. So really not a ton of like outward social activity or things launching at work. Like I wouldn't, I would not launch anything 
around this time. I wouldn't make any new announcements. I wouldn't try to make huge social plans with people. Like it's okay to spend time alone at this moment and just recharge your batteries. Also what's happening on Thursday, which is really important, is Mars is moving into Scorpio. So Mars has been in Libra since the end of August, I believe August 27th to be exact. It spends about six weeks in a sign when it's moving at its full speed. Um, So having Mars move into Scorpio means that Martian energy of taking action, seeing things happen, putting energy into something, that's going to shift to a new house of your chart. Because with transits... And with astrology in general, I use whole sign houses. So the second a planet enters a new sign, it's immediately activating a new house. Um, And you'll probably see this pretty immediately. Like the themes of that house will just become a bigger focus for you. And it'll feel like more things are getting going there. Or you have more motivation to tend to that activity to tend to those activities associated with the Scorpio ruled house of your chart. Like to give another personal example, Mars will be moving into my fourth house on October 12th. And literally the day before that, October 11th, I'm flying to California to see my sister for the first time in six months. So it's like a family energy being put into family stuff that happens right with Mars going into the fourth house, house associated with home and family. So definitely look at that. If in your transits in general, but if we're getting, if we're just looking at the overall themes of Mars and Scorpio, this is great in general for um, wanting to maybe do deep dive research into a particular topic you're interested in, or just getting way more curious about the topics that people don't normally discuss, like maybe more taboo type topics, like. Um, I don't know. They're not like taboo in my mind, but just like in society at large, people may deem these topics not appropriate to talk about in public. So maybe wanting to discuss deeper things with people like death or sexuality or money and finances or mental illness and human behavior, like really wanting to get to the root of who other people are as well as yourself. Like this is great energy for doing self-improvement and like recognizing what patterns are not serving me anymore and how can i how can i like cut these things out of my life and just in in order to like grow as a person basically so that's like the overall scorpio theme and then you're applying it to the themes of the scorpio house in your chart whether that be career relationships mental health family um also mars moving into this fixed sign of scorpio fixed signs in general are going to feel this a lot more. So Aquarius, Leo, Taurus, and Scorpio, you're really going to feel this Mars transit, especially if you have like your sun, moon, or rising in those signs. Um, If you have your rising or your sun in one of the fixed signs, it could just be that more activities going on in your life in general, like you're having more traction in your career or... um, I don't know, like other types of events are happening where there's maybe more attention on you or things are really getting going. Also, this is trickier, especially if you have your moon in a fixed sign. So an Aquarius, Leo, Taurus, or Scorpio moon, Mars transits to your moon tend to bring up kind of like irritating emotions and just getting really like frustrated or on edge. Um, 
So if you have like an earlier fixed sign moon, like a zero to two degrees of any of those fixed signs, you might be feeling that a little this week, just like irritated or like angry, or there's a lot of energy put into like home life. Like maybe renovations are going on at home or you're making the decision to move in the future. This Mars transit is not all bad though. I don't want to give it a total negative reputation. Mars functions at its best in Scorpio. Mars rules the two signs, Aries and Scorpio. So when it's in one of these ruling signs, it can function to its full capacity and you may just find you have more motivation and energy and it's easier to assert yourself and go after any goals or things you have in mind that you want to pursue in the coming weeks. By Friday, October 13th, the moon will have moved into Libra. Still is not an exact new moon until Saturday, though. So the low energy vibe is still very much present with the moon in Libra uh, alongside like sun and Mercury also there and this Libra eclipse starting to take place. There's just a greater focus on relationships in your life. And this could be platonic or romantic. So it might be figuring out how you can better relate to people and communicate more effectively, especially because the moon will be applying to Mercury throughout um, all day on Friday, the 13th. Um, Also seeing how, I don't know, just recognizing like in the Libra world house of your chart where things might feel off balance or not equal or how you can achieve greater peace there. But yeah, this, I feel like I'm getting kind of repetitive with this almost because the Libra world house of your chart is getting hit with so many transits. Like last week, all we did was talk about that Libra world house of your chart. And here we are again. It's just a, a point of huge focus for you at the moment. So let's get into the solar eclipse, which is happening on Saturday, October 14th. So this solar eclipse will go exact right around 12 p.m. Eastern time. And this will be the first eclipse we've had in Libra. And it's kind of fully solidifying this new cycle of eclipses that will take place across the signs of Aries and Libra all the way until the spring of 2025. Like, yes, we had the first Aries solar eclipse back in April, but we've still been wrapping up the Taurus Scorpio themes throughout all of 2023. And Now with this first Libra solar eclipse, it does bring that part of your chart to a more, to more of your attention. And there will be like major new starts and a new chapter unfolding in that Libra world house. And, but I want to emphasize that like, if nothing major is happening for you there, this is not like a missed opportunity or nothing happened. Therefore, it didn't make sense for you. There will still be two more Libra eclipses happening over the ne- over the course of the next year. And the dates for those are March 24th, 2024 will be a lunar eclipse in Libra and then a final solar eclipse in Libra on October 2nd, 2024. So this is really just the beginning. And... I want to like differentiate between a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse. So this is a solar eclipse that's happening. So typically that's serving to set you off in a new direction, but this the steps you're going to take or like what's to come of this new direction you might be pivoting in is not entirely visible to you yet. 
there tends to be way more activity or visible results um, or changes taking place at the time of lunar eclipses. So watch this Libra World House of your chart and how it becomes more of a focus over the next six months and how you're seeing things come full circle the closer we get to the spring. And eclipses are not always new beginnings. Like a solar eclipse can also signify a major ending that's taking place in your life. Like the same way a new moon is always thought of like a fresh start. Like, no, a new moon can also be a major ending that takes place too. So see if you're closing out any mindsets or habits or situations that are associated with that Libra house of your chart in order to make way for like new energy to come in the months to come. And yeah, sometimes there are visible changes that do take place at the time of a solar eclipse, but really you're seeing how you've really come full circle with it closer to the lunar eclipse, which will be next spring. Libra and Aries placements are probably going to notice the impact of these eclipses a lot more than other signs. So like Libra, Aries risings, Libra, Aries sun, Libra, Aries moon, like these eclipses are happening in those parts, those really prominent parts of your chart over the next year. And year and a half actually, because that final Aries eclipse is not till spring of 2025. And when eclipses happen in these bigger parts of your chart, like there are more major life changes that are taking place. I cannot tell you how many people that have gotten pregnant this year or have had a baby are like, I know one Libra rising, one Libra sun that that's happening to. So that's like a major shift in your identity, like going from not being a parent to then having a kid. I mean, pregnancy is not the only example. Like oftentimes when eclipses are taking place in a big sign for you, there, um, you could be moving, like having a big move, a big career pivot. There might be just more attention and more significant opportunities on you. Or there's maybe a major change that's taking place in a relationship. So just seeing more of the external, obvious changes, probably happening more so for like Libra and Aries placements. The episode I'm releasing on Thursday in a few days will be all about timing events with eclipses. So stay tuned for that for a bit more detail into this. Okay, so we've reached Sunday, October 15th. The moon will have moved out of Libra by this day and will be in the early part of Scorpio conjunct Mars for the whole day. Again, I don't love a moon-Mars conjunction. There might be irritation, um, being short with people, also just maybe not having a lot of patience. But on a more positive note, it could be that whatever realizations may have come up at the eclipse, maybe you're wanting to take action on something or you're finally making a decision if there's been a dilemma that you've been going back and forth on in the past few days. Um, also, having this conjunction in the sign of Scorpio may bring up some like tense dynamics in relationships. I feel like relationship tension or having to work through things with someone is just a huge theme overall right now. Like every few days, I feel like there's something that's triggering that area of your life. Or it could be that you're just feeling kind of emotionally worked up about something, but at the same time wanting to keep your feelings to yourself, like being a bit more private about any anger or like super strong emotions that are coming up at this time. So yeah, I would definitely 
like needing to have some sort of activity, like outlet for all of this pent up energy that's going on on Sunday. So like getting out on a walk, maybe doing some work to fight off like Sunday scaries if you're feeling a bit on edge. Also doing like a workout class or going somewhere, like anything that you're putting more energy into. Okay, so that is all for today. I will see you back here on Thursday for more information on eclipses, specifically when it comes to timing events in your life with eclipses. 